Okay, so we know that Rosh Hashanah is referred to as the Yom Haddin. Yom Haddin means it's a day of, we use the word judgment, but I want to use a different term. It's a day to see if you deserve. You deserve life. You deserve health. You deserve Siyat HaDashmaya. You deserve that the world should be here to assist you in your service of Hashem. Din means deserve it. Entitled. You deserve it. That din, midas din is maskim that you deserve it. Or, on the contrary, midas din says, listen, we gave this guy so much time to work on himself, but he's not doing it. So he doesn't deserve time. He needs to be punished. Right? The concept of deserving. So, you know, a person has to prepare himself to understand what the judgment of deserving is based on. And the basic idea is that a person has to realize that the more he has clarity in the purpose of life, and the more he's invested in the purpose in life, those are the ingredients that makes him deserve life. Those are the ingredients that make him deserve siyat deshmaya. Okay, you got that? That's the idea, the general idea. Midas Adin is about deserving. It's not about punishment. It's about deserving. That's the idea. And what is the criteria of deserving? Why should you deserve? The Territ says, deserving is based on how you view life, purpose of life, view yourself and what your purpose in life is, and how much are you invested in that purpose. If you're invested in that purpose, even if you're not perfect, even if you have weaknesses, even though you have things, but at the end of the day, you're invested in the purpose of life, then you will be zoiche al pidin, so more life and more siyat and stuff like that. Okay? So we want to start thinking about this, making this cheshbon hanefesh in the practical work. Because I want to establish a yasayin that we sometimes don't have clarity with. We most of the time think that as long as we're not doing averot, we're not stealing, we're not being oisik and arayis, we're not uh, doing bad things, you know, then we're good. Then we're good. But that's a total misunderstanding of why you were created. You weren't created not to do bad. That's not the purpose of your creation. The purpose of your creation is to achieve something. That's the purpose. Obviously, it's counterproductive to what your purpose is if you're going to sin. But your life's mission is not not to sin. Your life's mission has to be to achieve. And it's possible that a person should not sin, but still we should say about this person, there's no reason to give you life. Okay, I want you to get that clear. Again, we're coming to Rosh Hashanah and we're asking for life. So a guy walks into Rosh Hashanah and he looks at the checklist and he knows that he didn't do any of the bad stuff. He was not Michal Shabbos. He didn't do Arayas. He didn't steal. He's a pretty good guy for the most part, right? Okay, so I probably deserve life, right? 
But we'll see. I'm going to show you that there is Mekoris that say that even if you have no bad behaviors, but we could still say about you, there's no reason to give him life. One of those statements was by the Goyen. Unbelievable statement by the Goyen. Vilna Goyen. Whenever we say Goyen, Stam Goyen Vilna. Okay? So, the Goyen says, if a person is not actively working on his midot, lama lo hayim. Why should he be alive? Means he learns Torah, he goes to shul, he prays, he doesn't steal, he doesn't do averis, and I still cannot find a purpose in his life. Lama lo hayim. Why is that? Because the tachlis of the bria is to reach attachment to Hashem. Davik Bashem. One of the main ways, or one of the avenues by which we reach Dvekis, is by the halachta v'jochov. Going in the ways of Hashem and acquiring the midot of Hashem. So if you're not actively involved in the purpose of your life, even though your behaviors are okay, then lama loy chayim. It's a very poshat asvarim. And I'm going to show you in the Rabbin it says the same thing. Rabbin is in Shari Tshuva, Shari Gimel, Ois Yudzai. Okay? So he says, he's talking about, he, he like lists around 12 ma'alot that a person has to achieve in life. Each one is like a shmuz in itself, but basically he lists 12 milas. I'm not going to go into the depth of each one, but he says you have to have the milas habechira. That means you have to have the mila that you should be able to choose correctly. Some people don't have the strength to choose. Their taivas are so great. Their ritzonot are so strong. They don't know how to say no to themselves. They lost the power of choice. So milas habechira. Milas Talmud Torah. Levi, don't sit in the Ezra's Nasha. Come over here. Alright? Milas, Milas Torah. A Mila of sitting and learning. Milas Leches Bedak Hashem. The Milas of having good Midot. Milas Shlemas Abitachem. The Mila of having perfection in trust in Hashem. Milas is Boininus Begadlas Hashem. The Maila of a person who contemplates the greatness of Hashem. He brings Psukim for each thing. Maila's Zikoran Chasodov Vehizboinin Behem. The Maila of a person who remembers the kindness of Hashem and thinks deeply into them. Okay? Continues. Maila's Hakedusha. The Maila of living life for a higher purpose. That's what Kedusha means. But that's a shmuz. But that's what I mean. Okay? Mailas ha Living life in a direction of service of Hashem. Mailas ha The maila of fearing Hashem. Mailas ha The maila of loving Hashem. Mailas ha And the maila of being attached to Hashem. So obviously each one of these mailas have to be explained. But the point is, Rabbi Yoyin, I think this is about 12 mailas. The Rabbi Yoyin listed, and he said, these are very important 
life endeavors. Okay? And then he finishes the statement as follows. You were created to acquire these milas. What hope is there for a created person? If he doesn't put tremendous effort and energy, and his main Asik, his main work in life, main. There's no hope for the guy. That means, so again, and most people are not working on these things, so this is a pretty scary statement. Again, Romania says, what was the purpose of life? The purpose of life wasn't not to steal, and not to kill, and not to do arayas, and not to be Michal Shabbos, and not to speak Lashon Hara. That's not the purpose of life. You're not allowed to do those things because those things are counterproductive. But that's not why you were born. You were born to achieve. What achievements? The achievements is Bitochem. The achievements is Avas Hashem. The achievements are Yiris Hashem. So if you don't put your main focus in life on those things, then you have no purpose in life. So when we go back to the way we started, we said, what's Roshana? Din. Din means deserve. Do you deserve? Do you deserve life? Well, if you're not doing anything that is the purpose of life, then you do not deserve life. Simple. It's a simple mathematics. So what's the purpose of life? The Goyen says the purpose of life, he says, is to work on your midas, which is part of what one of the things that Rabbi Yoyen has said. Of halicha bedrochov of otvekes. That's that's a big part. You're not working on your midot. Lama lo haim. No purpose. Rabbi Yehuda is breaking it down to pratim, and he breaks it down to twelve pratim. He says, if you're not investing in these twelve things, you got no purpose in life. It's a pretty scary thing. And there's a rabbinian later, which I'm not going to read it to you now, but it's also in Shashlishi. When he talks about Chil Hashem, it says in the Novi that if a person is Devash Boza, he karet, he karet, he deserves karas, his soul to be cut off from the world. Rabbinian says a very interesting statement. He says that not only did you not invest your life in its purpose of life was to bring Kiddush Hashem, you went the opposite way. But the way he makes the dogish is, is because you took the opportunity of life that was given to you for a certain purpose, and not only did you not use it for the purpose, you used it for the negative purpose. Alright, but, but we're going much deeper than the behaviors. We're looking at purpose. When we look at purpose, that's much deeper than behaviors. It's possible to have good behaviors, but miss the boat of the purpose of life. Okay? So I want to bring this out a little bit, because sometimes people think that they're doing okay, you know. For the most part, they're doing all right. They're a good bocher, they're a good younger man. But for the most part, they're doing all right. So maybe we're good, right? Let's see what Kovac Alvavis says. And Shar Chesh Nefesh, unbelievable Shar, we once learned it years back. I think during Corona we were doing it. 
let's go over a very important point. So he has many, many cheshbonot. Cheshbonot means a person has to think. That's how one of our biggest problems in life is we don't know how to think. So he gives you correct way of thinking. Cheshbon HaNefesh is not like the way people uh, translate Cheshbon HaNefesh is that you make like an accounting. If you're doing bad or you're doing good. That's not really what Cheshbon HaNefesh is. Cheshbon HaNefesh is more about learning how to think. Now when you think correctly, you'll see if you're off the mark, you're on the mark, how close to the mark you are. Right? But it's learning how to think. So what does he say in Cheshbon Shelosha Asad. In the third paragraph of Cheshbon Nefesh, he goes through a bunch of different calculations that a human being has to make. And he says, a person should think like this. I'm not going to read every word, but I'm going to try to bring out the Amkisi. Okay, so he says, Hu Cheshbon Nefesh al Adam la'asot la'atzmo al ma'asav. He has to think about himself and his deeds. Hem pachot memidas chokhmosa. Are you behaving less then your knowledge means you know more and you're doing less than what you know. That's number one. How much effort you're putting into Avodat Hashem if it doesn't match the abilities that you actually have because of your understanding. So, Chavis big shita is that every person's uh, amount of avodas Hashem he has to do has to fit and correspond to how much Hashem does for him. So, are you equal? Hashem does for you X amount, and what are you giving back? You're giving back a little bit, right? So, basically, he's saying, Veloi, he's saying. Uh, Basically saying is, is your potential equaling what it's supposed to come out in actual? Got it? That's his point. Now he's going to expound on it. So he says, a marshal. Okay, now listen to this marshal, powerful marshal of a chavis al This is a marshal of a king who went and he gave his servant X amount of seeds to plant. He has a field, and he gives him a couple of sacks of seeds, and he says, I want you to plant this field in order for this field to make produce. Good. So the servant takes the seeds. Let's say he gave him five sacks of seeds, all right? So the servant goes ahead, and he takes one or two sacks of seeds, and he plants them. The other three, he went and he sold them on the market, made a couple of bucks, put it in his pocket, and Zeichism. Right? So he went and he really only planted, let's say, one third of the field instead of the entire field. Good? After a while, the king comes by to make an investigation of what's going on. And he sees that only one third of the field is planted. So he goes over to the servant and he says, what's going on over here? So he says, I'll tell you the truth. He admitted he was afraid to lie. He got caught in the act. He said, I'll tell you the truth, I needed some money. So I only planted one-third of the seeds. The rest of the seeds I sold on the market. I made a few dollars of cash for myself, which I needed at the time, and I messed up. Okay. So what's the ever thinking at this moment? That the Melech is going to say, okay, let's make a cheshman. How much does three sacks of seeds cost? 
let's say it costs a thousand dollars a sack, you owe me back three thousand dollars. Good. But then the king didn't do that. The king went to the field and he said, okay, so two sacks of seed that you planted, right? How much tavua comes out from that? Let's say from each sack of seeds, which costs a thousand, it brings in a profit of ten thousand dollars. Because you make produce, and then you sell it on the market, you make ten thousand dollars profit. So you make, you could, we're supposed to make now twenty thousand dollars profit on those two sacks, right? But if you would have planted the other three sacks, we would have made an additional thirty thousand dollars. So therefore, you don't owe me three thousand dollars, you owe me thirty thousand dollars. That's the marshal. It's not that you wasted the seeds and therefore you have to pay for the wasted seeds. You have to pay for the actual that the potential would have created. Now, so let's take a marshal. If let's say there's sixty masechtot in shas, all right? 60 of them. And now, you learn 10 Masechtas. And you're so proud of yourself. You know? 10 Masechtas. You look at the guy next to you, the guy did 3. Zboon. You understand? I did 10, he did 3. And your mom is patting yourself on the back. Now, what could be really going on in actuality? See, the guy who did 3, possibly... The koiches that Hashem gave him, and the potential Hashem gave him was to max, max he could do five masechtas, max. Right? So where is he holding a percentage of developing potential to actual? He's holding pretty high, he's above 50%, he's closer to the 80% mark of maximizing his potential, right? But let's say your potential is to learn all 60 masechtas, Be'iyun. And you did 10 bikis. So where are you holding in your potential? 5%. So how much do you owe the house? How much do you owe the king? You owe the king 50 masechtas you didn't do bichlal. The 10 masechtas you did... He did them like a halba amoritz. He only did it to pass from Yosef's test in Bikis. You know? Yesterday I was learning Bikis with Dailam. And I asked the guys, a posh the simple kasha. They didn't know the basic pshat in Gemara, you know? But they were able to get a hundred on the test because they asked the question, gave the answer. You understand? So that's how you learn the Masechda. You learn the Masechda to answer the questions. Zeloli mood, you know? So Hashem gave you seichel to learn. So how much of your potential are you using? Came out nothing. So it's not the question is, we have to always focus on what's missing. Not what's done. The value goes by what's missing. That's what the Chavis Al-Vavis is saying. Hashem gave you time. He gave you energy. He gave you das. He gave you minuch sanefesh. He gave you all kinds of stuff. Caleb. Give you all kinds of Caleb to do what with it? To achieve something with it. What'd you do? So you took those brain power that you have, you took the energy you have, you have the kaiches that you have, young age, and you went to business and you started making money. 
because you wanted a nice car. You wanted to drive Joey's uh, Jeep Cherokee. Okay? You went Glockbite, uh, you know. Now we don't go to Glockbite anymore. It's too cheap. Too, uh, too, too not hoshev anymore. Okay? Got to go to Estray or something like that. You know? So now, you spent your money, your time, and your energy, you know, on your suits. No more. We don't buy suits from Hatbox anymore. No such a thing. Only China in this yeshiva. Only get custom made from China. Right? You spent your time, your energy, your money, your brain power, your everything you spent on Gashmirs. You also came to Seder, don't get me wrong. You know? So what the Chavis of is saying is that when Hashem makes a cheshbin with you, He doesn't say, okay, so you wasted X amount of hours, you wasted X amount of energy, you wasted X amount of resources that you could have used and now you pay me back for that. No, 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 no. It's not what he does. He says, if you were to use your energy, your power, your resources to do your potential that you're responsible to do, that you're chayiv to do, you would have been a Talmud Chacham. You understand? You would have been Talmud Chacham. So now the punishment is for not being a Talmud Chacham. This is a famous story the Olam says over from the Nitziv. It's a famous story, but it's an important story. The story of the Nitziv that when he put out his book, he put out his first sefer, Emek Shaila, so he made a massive party. So they wanted to know, like, what was, you know, Tamidei Chacham used to put out books, they put out Svarim, it's a happy, joyous occasion, but he went all out, you know? So they asked the Nitziv, why are you doing that? So he says, when I was a kid, like 13 years old, whatever it was, the guy was a wise guy, he was running around, he was, you know, not learning. And one day he overheard his parents uh, talking and said, listen, what's going to be with our kid? The guy's a wise guy. We send him to yeshiva, he's not going to do nothing over there. So let us send him to the uh, shoemaker. He'll be an apprentice by the shoemaker. Shoemaker's a good guy. He's Irak Shavayim. He'll give the kid some, you know, Yerushalayim and teach him a trade. It'll be a half-decent Jew, you know? Instead of him being a wise guy running around doing nothing with his life. He heard that, and somehow that struck a chord. Somehow that woke him up. He came running into the room, told his parents, give me another chance, I want to sit with mine. Okay? Bottom line is, his parents saw he was sincere. They sent him to the yeshiva. The guy should to become the Gondolador. Bucking called Terkul. So he says, imagine I wouldn't have heard that conversation. Imagine I would have went to the apprentice and I would have turned out to be a fine Jew. A really fine Jew. Say Tehillim every day. Read Hukli Israel. Give a little charity. A good guy. Good fine mensch. When I would have came to Shamayim, they're going to bring out all my books. He has a lot of books. And they're going to bring out his yeshiva. They're going to bring out all kinds of things that he did in the world, you know. And they're going to say, no, where's all the goods? He says, well, I would probably tell Bezdin Shamal, I think you got the wrong guy. You know, you mix me up in the in the thing. You know, you want to tell me I should have read a little more Tehillim? No problem. Should have gave a drop more Tzedakah? No problem. A little more Achrosas Orchim? No problem. But, but Amik Shail, I don't even know what it means, the words inside there, right? But they would have told him, but that's what you were created for. That was your purpose. That was your potential. So not only did they give you a punishment for 
not using your potential. The punishment is the actual that's supposed to come out of the potential. That's the Chayvah Salvavah's point. The actual that has to come out of the, the potential. That's a cheshvin that he says the person has to make. So if you want to know if you deserve, you deserve din. We're talking about din. Deserving life. Well, part of deserving life is if you're using life the way you were supposed to use life. So we measure using life. We take a few people around us. We look at ourselves, clap it, the other guy. We say, okay, we're doing a pretty decent guy, pretty decent bakr yeshiva. We must be using life correctly. That's not how it works. You have to look at yourself. And you have to see your potentials, and you have to see your abilities. The question is, are you using yourself? That's the child. Okay, stop there.